talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the New Orleans Aints. As in, they ain't gonna come in our house and beat us in our home opener. We talk about this and the upcoming game against the Cardinals. Our game balls and kicks in the balls. Tom's trivia. Where are they now? And much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, 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 John, you can't be eating no pork chop during the podcast. <laughs> John is, uh, John's eating pork chop. <laughs> Welcome to episode 138, Harry Hog Football. Um, we are doing this one slightly different as pretty much it's all acapella and, uh, mobile in a certain way that we don't normally, uh, don't normally do. That's because I'm a refugee. That's right. Yeah, we're kind of going ghetto refugee because unbeknownst to most of the country because everyone's focusing on Galveston and everything, and, yeah, they got hit really hard and nothing against them. But uh, Indiana got its got itself whooped by the remnants of that hurricane and a front coming down for Canada. And, uh, Aaron, you want to talk about what happened at your place out there? Uh, and we're not talking in- about the Colts. The Colts is not what we're talking about in Indiana. No. Dude, all I know is like a half hour before the game came on on Sunday, the wind started kicking around at like 50 or 60 miles an hour, and it knocked out my power, and I was like, crap, I got to watch the game. So I had to like go out in these hurricane force winds and like pull the generator out of the garage and crank it up and plug my TV and satellite dish into it. And then (laughs) I finally got the game, but like during the game, like while I was sitting there watching it. Um, hey, I was actually I was on the phone with you and you were like, "Oh crap, dude! I don't want my power out." John, I can't hear you. Did you go away? John, John, can you hear? Stop eating the pork chop and talking to your mic. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, Aaron, dude, you were talking to me on the phone actually, and you were like, "Dude, I don't want my powers out." <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know why my powers out because I looked out the window and the telephone pole right in front of my house was snapped in half. <laughs> and the wires are laying on the ground. And there's, like, three giant trees laying there, too. And, like, the wind's still whipping around. I'm like, never mind that. i got to watch the game. <laughs> and I went back and started watching the game. And so, anyway, we were going on vacation leaving today anyway. So we changed it to and left yesterday. But suffice it to say, we talked to the uh, power company. They said it might be two weeks before I get power back on at my house. Two who knows when we'll get phone back. That amount of time goes up every time I talk to you. Last time it was like a week. Now it's two weeks. Well, we called him back. Don't call him back again, dude. It might end up being three weeks. I know, right? They offered us... Um, what is that noise? They I'm offered us... Ringing, dude. Uh, they offered us the uh, number for the Red Cross shelter if we wanted that. <laughs> and I was like... Do they have Sunday ticket there? Because i got to watch the game. Well, dude, what was weird is I was like, dude, there, there's some storms kind of near Louisville on the map on the radar. And you were like, dude, there's no clouds here and no rain. But there the wasn't. Well, just snapped right in half right in my front yard. 
Dude, there was never any rain. It was, like, perfectly sunny and, like, 90-mile-an-hour winds. All right, dude, seriously, what is this, Harry Hog weather? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about the Redskins. We're not the weather channel. The point is, you need to send me in to WVEC or whatever, be- biggest Redskins fan, for what I did to watch the game on Sunday. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, excellent. We'll, we'll get right on that as soon as we're done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, seriously though, I'm glad you were able to, uh, you know, crank up the Jenny and watch the game. Man, I'm glad you were able to watch the game, Aaron. John, <laughs> I was I was able to watch it. Meanwhile, I was in sunny Carolina, TiVo in the game because I had to pick it up on a late start. But anyway, I think somebody had the whip cracked on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right, um, Redskins, Redskins news. What we got going? What we got and going? A, and on a completely different note. Let's hail Zorn's first victory. Hold on a second, hold on. That was a really horrible attempt at that sound effect. Um, <laughs> anyway, we didn't, dude, we didn't get to finish explaining. Anyway, suffice it to say, without my power, and since I had to leave the state, you know, I don't have my setup, so we're doing this ghetto style. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, here we are. Um, but we're making the best of it. Um, yeah, so Zorn got his first win, and, um, Woo-hoo! you know, yeah, congratulations. Was anybody worried there for a little bit? Like most of the game, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I was say, pretty bad. Right away, Campbell did not turn over the ball. He did not fumble or throw an interception in the red zone. And he had all day to throw the pass all day long. So he could take longer. <laughs> he did hold the ball a few times too long, especially in the first half. He well, he got sacked really hard on one where you could see him kind of go, uh, where you could see his mind was working instead of just going with the flow. But, but I mean, it was like a thousand times improvement over the first game. With his decision making, um, he was letting his legs make some plays. Dude, come back to the mic. Come back to the mic, John. The mic is like one inch from my mouth. Cool. So half an inch. <laughs> all right, right here. All right, 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 right. Um, I think we need to buy John a new mic for Christmas. Yeah, anybody that wants to chip in on a new mic for John. <laughs> well, you know, it's because we're doing this ghetto style. I can't help it. I'm not used to you know, putting a bunch of money into a mic I don't normally use. What would you do, pull out your Radio Shack mic from <laughs> Original Dell computer that I bought in January 2000. You know, that ran ME. I was one of 35 people in the country that had that. <laughs> I was going to say, what operating system was that? <laughs> it might as well have been called Windows Suck. Windows S U Windows S U C K. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um. So, so anyway, yeah, big, big, smooth. Uh, you played pretty well. He and the uh, what John is calling the Portis Express. Dude, I'm calling him that because of that run where he had that touchdown going from right to left across your TV screen where he kind of latched onto the back of Mike Sellers. 
And it was like at the 12 yard line, and there were bodies just flying everywhere. And I was like, oh, he's still up, he's still up. I was like, oh crap, he might make it in. And he dude. pretty much had his hand on Seller's back and like went all the way into the end zone that way. Dude, I completely disagree with you, John. I, I can't, I can't call that the Portis Express because I didn't see anything express about it. I thought it was the Portis patient. The Portis patient. The patience of Portis is what it was. He could have gone Portis Express and said, screw this man, I'm faster than Mike Sellers, I'm out of here. Instead, he followed his block, he was patient. Dude, unlike earlier in the game when he did just run in front of his blockers. He did, he had Kendall out there. Kendall's all like, I'm looking for someone to block, and Clinton just motored right past him. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he learned that one. Well, that's what I'm saying. When he's patient like that, it works. When, you know... It, when when the guys, Portis, anybody else is running the ball, bets, you know, when they decide, oh, man, I don't need to follow my blocks. I can do this all by myself. That's when it gets, uh, you know, you just don't see the results. You don't see it on the board, that's for sure. Dude, uh, back to uh, Jason Campbell. He had all day to throw most of the game. Yeah. He hardly got any pressure. And they started throwing the deep ball, and he started using his legs. He'd roll out a little bit and, and evade the, the pressure. You know, if the pressure was coming down, he'd step up. Well, um, dude, they that. Got, they, they, you know, they went and shotgun a few times, but they got him back real fast. Dude, that pass yeah. to uh, Santana Moss, he actually stepped up into the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of freaking out and just running backwards yeah. like he's yeah, he, been doing. He just did it. He, he just kind of relaxed and, and played like he knew how he, he – like he knew he could, and and I think it was pretty obvious that Zorn backed off of his playbook a little bit and is starting to do what the really, really good coaches do and make the plays to fit the players, not mm. the man that his system. Well, I'm not saying West Coast or anything, but, you know, he. I thought it was pretty obvious. He looked at last year and saw what worked and what didn't work for Campbell. Longer drops, so we had farther back to uh, to, to see what was going on to look around. And uh, yeah, I you know he the the really good coaches out there they're the ones that that change the playbook. Speaking of um, speaking of Zorn, dude, what did you guys think about that call at the end when uh, on fourth and two when he was going for it? What did we think of it? Yeah, like when they were lining up to go for it. What were you guys thinking? Were you thinking, oh, crap, I hope we get this? Or were you just like, what are you doing? Why don't you try to kick a long field goal again? I was well, thinking, dude, you're an idiot. Well, dude, you know <laughs> what? I was kind of, you know, I was kind of saying there are arguments on both sides of that because, you know, uh, what's his face? Sweezum had not been consistent. You know, he was very inconsistent. Um, and well, he missed one long one, but the other one wasn't his fault. It was a bad hold. Ball never got down there. It got when it got down there, it was all crooked. Did you see that one? Regardless, that's what I'm saying. Even though it wasn't his fault on the kicking end, you know, if there's a problem on the holding side of things too, who's to say that couldn't happen again? I mean, maybe he wasn't comfortable in, you know, maybe saying let's just go for it. You know, maybe he was not comfortable with Durant Brooks. Yeah, yeah. He was more comfortable throwing a slant. <laughs> well, <laughs> seriously, dudes. That took some nuts. Santa <laughs> Moss was big time, and so he, he was comfortable with him. And I think he was at that point comfortable with Jason Campbell, and he was very comfortable with the fact that that Santana Moss was matching up against a rookie defensive back. The whole 
for that whole fourth quarter, mm-hmm. including on that play. And that everyone was looking for them to run because Joe Gibbs would have run four straight times there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> on, one, on one side, though, I was like, dude, what are you doing if you kick the field goal? They would have went up by eight, right? So the so the Saints would have had to kick it, you know, go down and score and make a two point conversion just to tie. And then on the other hand, if they missed the field goal, they still would have had to go down the field and, um, you know, score a touchdown to win. But I guess he was thinking if we can just get three yards here, there's a higher likelihood that we'll be able to get these three yards and we can just end the game all together. Yeah. So that's what he did. had to do that. That's the only that came from my cell phone because we had to at least have some sort of sound effect in here. And that thing was loud. <laughs> Speaking of, some dude Sorry, wrote in this week. Let's screw this ghetto ass. Some wait, dude wait, 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 wait. Before you say that, I just wanted to touch one more thing. Uh, touch, touch one more thing. Sick. I just wanted to touch on one more thing here about Jason Campbell. Um, <laughs> and and uh, John, you kind of mentioned it. I think you know, like when. He, he seems to me like he's stepping back better. Uh, you know, he's, he's taking his steps, and then he's actually step, stepping back up into the pocket now, which I don't think he was doing before, and I think that's partially what led to so many of his sacks when the guys were getting around the uh, um, getting around the O line. Agree? Yeah, I think I think that that's a good point. Um, and I think the uh, offensive line also protected better in general. He had more protection out there. Um, they were giving him more. Um, they were just putting more people out there to block. Yeah. And I think it. I mean, you know, we can't not to not to downplay anything, but we can't you know, look past the fact that three of their starters were out on defense. But our defense, however, Jason uh, Taylor got his first sack. Way to buzz kill it, John. Way to buzz. Yeah. Kill. Well, you know, you know, I'm 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 thinking I'm thinking big. Including after we face the Cardinals, a road game with Dallas and a road game with Philly. Pushovers, dude. <laughs> um, speaking of NFC East teams, what are we? What are, so what are we facing here? What's the, what are the records so far with two games down? Well, the Redskins and the Eagles are one and one, and the Giants and the Cowboys are two and up. Oh, there you go. Oh, dude, and here's the, here's the funny thing. That since my power was out for three days, of course... Hello? <laughs> John, I think we lost Aaron. Just lost Aaron. Let's try, let me try to reconnect him. Hold on All a right. second. Since we're, since we're live and old school here, let's see what we can do here. Uh... uh. <laughs> All right, what Aaron was talking about... Um... Well, I don't know dude, what he was talking that? about. He's babbling on about dude, something. Dude, we keep leaving. You know, we keep losing you. I think when you're reaching for that bowl of ice cream, you keep accidentally hanging up. I'm not even touching anything. Sick. All right. So when you lost your power, you were you were saying. Oh yeah. Are you ready for me to start? Dude, we're recording. This is old school ghetto. You're talking right now. We're on it. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> what I was saying, dude. What I was saying is. So I lost my power and had no idea what happened to the uh, the Eagles Cowboys game, except for when I was in the airport yesterday. 
I saw like two Dallas fans wearing brand new t- Tony Romo jerseys and like they're stupid and they're stupid hats backwards. So I knew that <laughs> the Cowboys had to have won the game because you know no Cowboys fan is going to wear their Dallas stuff after they lose. Were they pink, uh, dude? I don't know. The Tony Romo jerseys. I don't know, but these dudes' faces were like rosy pink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I think they used blush. <laughs> so anyway, isn't it pretty interesting that I can just totally pick it out that they had won just from the fact that these people wore their jerseys? Oh, dude, it was totally obvious. I also saw a couple Art Monk jerseys in the Baltimore airport, which is pretty sweet. Nice, nice. Very nice. Um, Incidentally, I got my Art Monk hat. From the Hall of Fame, finally. So if those of you out there uh, ordered one of those sweet Art Monk Hall of Fame hats from the Hall of Fame, get yours direct. Since you can't get one from the NFL itself or from... Yeah, you, know. yeah, you can't get one from the NFL. And, and by the time we get to the store at the Hall of Fame, at the uh, Hall of Fame weekend, they were, they were so sold out. You know, you can get a Colt Brennan jersey, but you can't get an Art Monk jersey from... Go figure. They, they were so unprepared for us. Anyway, but they're very nice. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to our games and kicks, game balls and kicks here. Uh, and now, the ever elusive game ball awards. All right, so we're giving our game ball awards first this week. That's fine. That's fine and dandy. Um, I'll go first, and and I think you know, just from uh, just from the process of elimination. I think we might have some sort of unanimous uh, game ball, but um, I'm sure everybody might have their own little game balls otherwise as well. But you know how I love to give those game balls to defensive players, and I'll tell you, man, who was it that stepped in this week? Horton, here's a who? Horton. Dude. Dude, that guy just had a knack for being around the ball. Man, what, <laughs> two interceptions? No, what, what, he recovered Dude. a fumble. Do you have two interceptions? Yep. Yes. He had a hat trick. Three turnovers. Oh, my gosh. He's like the only Redskins defender that can, you know, catch a football since Daryl Green. Dude. Or pick up a fumble. Yeah, or pick up a fumble. The ball hit the turf or it was flying in the air. He was there. Here's a question. Is Reed Dowdy going to have his job this week? Reed Dowdy is the starter. He has been uh, still – he has not lost his job. He will be starting this weekend. Why? I don't know. I only have one word for him. I mean, his cut. Dude, I think that's harsh. Who, Reed Dowdy? I think that's harsh. Yeah. Dude, because he got – Reed Dowdy's awesome. He plays, How many interceptions he plays his, did he have? He doesn't matter. He plays his heart out, dude. He came in last year, and he had a big those huge shoes to fill. He stepped up and did his job. You I know, these days as the starter are numbered. But dude, that's cool and all, Josh, but um, – numbered. Um, I think he's he's definitely a very intelligent player, and he's good at uh, at uh, playing kind of the middle linebacker role as far as making sure everyone knows where they're supposed to be on the field um, uh, uh, along lines with uh, London Fletcher. Um, you know, anybody can have a good day every once in a while. It's consistency that, you know. Dude, Ali Haji Sheik probably hit three field goals in one game once. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, you can't you can't base it all on one showing. 
We gotta like we gotta see what this guy can do. I'm not saying uh, that uh, you know I would be fine with either of them starting this week, and if Reed Dottie's starting, that's fine. But if if Horton was to start this week, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. I mean, I would think you know that's great. I say let one start one game, let one start the next game, and let's see how it plays out. What it sounds like from what I've been hearing on Redskin Radio is that Horton will see increased playing time, definitely, but that Reed Dowdy has not lost his job just because he was sick. I think that uh, you know that Horton certainly said, uh, "Hey man, look at me!" in this past game. I mean, people really stood up to take notice of him. I mean, well, you know, he, he of course was huge in the uh, very first game, the the Hall of Fame game, <clears throat> um, starting with the onside kick recovery at the very first play. Um, and, and moving on from there, he had a pick and uh, a couple other good plays in that game. Um, and that said, because he played so well, we got a phone call from X Mentions again. They want him to be their guy now since uh, since Matua was cut. Yeah, I mean, Dude. I had that player whose hair was so long you couldn't read his name on the beard. <laughs> All I can say that, is I think that more than anything else is what has been holding us back. From the 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 playing level of those guys, like the uh, the the Patriots and the Steelers and those guys, who had at least one guy who had long hair who was slowing down over the uh, name, so you didn't know who they were. Dude, seriously, their number. Dude, seriously, and let, let, let's let no man be a Delilah to to our long haired player. I mean, you know, everybody, every team needs a Samson. That's all I <laughs> Dude, all I can say is he's the only guy on the defense that can catch a football. He needs to start. Dude, how many interceptions did the Redskins have as a team last year? How many times did the ball hit Fred Smoot or Carlos Rogers in the hands? <laughs> last week. Last week. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Gave up that one touchdown. All right, so, so there's Horton. There's my game ball. I mean, are you guys unanimous on this, or do you have your own set? I think that's a unanimous one, but I, I I think both of us probably have have an individual one to throw out there too. We'll go for it. Aaron, you want to go first? Um, yeah, Santana Moss. Ooh, yeah. He always seems to come up huge in games that you don't think they're going to win, and then they do. Dude, let me just, <laughs> let me just point out though, he he couldn't have done that had that pass not been perfectly thrown. Oh, yes, he could have, dude. He was so open. That ball just had to be in the general the area. Thrown. He slowed down for that ball. Yeah. but yeah, actually, That was, was a long pass, though, man. I mean, I know, yeah. dude, but, but he burnt that dude by so much that that ball just had to be thrown somewhere within 10 yards of him, and he could have got it. Well, the magic of Santana Moss is that he's one of those really smart receivers. Like, he doesn't put his hands up until the last second. You know, little things like that where, where the defensive back has no idea where the ball is. You know, he'll be like yeah. back and back, and then suddenly his hands come up on the balls there, and the DB is like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like, he does that all the time. Yeah, you like, know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't look at it, I guess. Arms out to knock the ball down right when it's getting there. He just does the little things like that, and that's why he's such a special player. Yeah. He also has those great little juke moves that he does, you know. He's like, woo-hoo. It spins and stuff. <laughs> And most importantly, unlike most of the guys in the defense, except for Horton, he can actually catch the football. <laughs> <laughs> and that, anyway, I'm giving it to him for that. Not only that, but also the fourth and three catch, which is clutch. Oh, yeah, that slant. Yeah. And uh, the fact that he really helped me destroy in Fantasy League. Excellent. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, I guess I, 
This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Um, you know you want to give it to Chris Cooley. You know you want to give it to Randall L. <laughs> well, Randall L. had a lot of uh, important receptions, but, man, if someone isn't back there uh, returning punts this week, I don't care if it's Brian Mitchell. Somebody else needs to return punts. Yeah, he's kind of sucking at that. Dude, I, I've been saying it for, what, the past two years? All he does is dance. Exactly. We, you know, he, if he wants to dance, he and Jason Taylor can go find a ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I mean, he needs to run the ball back. It's like he dances around, and he's like, if somebody doesn't catch me, then I'm going to run. He needs to run and dance yeah. while he's running if he's going to dance. Well, they're, they're hinting that someone else is going to be doing that thumb at least some next week. They just got to find the right person. Chris Horton can catch the ball. Let him do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he so can I even get onside kicks. Game, 21 rushes and 96 yards, two touchdowns. Got patient really fast in the game. It was very good. Um, Campbell had a really good game, a 104.1 rating, no turnovers. Uh, but my game ball has got to go to Zola. Yeah, dude. Gutty plays. For a couple different reasons. One, on the botch told on the field goal try, you know, he threw down the clipboard. He got fired up. That's the first time I've seen him show emotion on the sideline. And it's only the second game, and I think that's good. You need to get pissed off about stuff like that. I, you know, it, it shows that he really cares. It, when he sees the emotion, I think the players will relate to that better. It was nice to see him actually, you know, you know instead of doing the gibs where he couldn't even look because he was going to vomit. Or the, the, the Norval Shucks Turner kind of stuff, or the Steve, oh gosh darn it, Spurrier look. We actually saw some emotion. It was great. I think when he yells, and, though, he has to pay like he has to pay his co- coaches or players that he yells at like a thousand dollars every time he yells. <laughs> and, I, and I like the fact that he uh, he went out there and 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 threw some gutsy plays down at the end of the game at that fourth and three. I think it was a fourth and two actually, but yeah, on that slant, it, that was a. Uh, that was really gutsy. That's what it was like. That Shanahan call for the Denver game. It's like if you do, if it if it works, it's awesome. If it doesn't work, what the hell were you thinking? So it turned out it was to be a, awesome, dude. It was also interesting to see this week um, how the offensive line responded to Portis's comments that basically said they sucked. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, that's good. Well, Portis came up. out too and said that's not what I was saying. Yeah, he but just that said won't it. die. Ryan Mitchell uh, talked about that after the game, was dogging on uh, Clinton Portis to be more of a leader and some other stuff. I didn't hear all the all the uh, all the comments, but that that still hasn't gone away yet. Um, yeah. I won't let that die. But Clinton Portis, there's one thing no one can ever question is he shows up on Sunday. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you, um, I not that we do this on a weekly basis, but my I uh, I had a favorite play of the game. In this play, the Redskins ran, and it's not often I can be often I can be like, oh, that was my favorite play. But the um, (laughs) (laughs) my my favorite play I did it it stuck out it sticks out of my mind because it was so well executed was an end around run from uh, Santana Moss and oh forgot about that dude that just took I mean it was so well executed like you didn't even know he had he had the ball I mean twenty seven yards off that I know. Oh, yeah, that was pretty sweet. And, yeah. and I was watching it going, man, that's one we haven't seen before. Yeah. And, you know, another play in the game, and, and, and you know, 
giving kind of a shout-out to Clinton Porter's first strong game. Um, I think it was in the second quarter where he took a, a pitch to the right, and I guarantee that was a halfback pass, the way he started holding that ball, because he started holding it with both hands in front of his chest, like he was looking for someone to throw it deep, and then he ended up just eating the ball, and I think it took a two-yard loss. Yeah. Um, I think they were doing a halfback pass, and I haven't heard anyone ask him about it, many of the stuff I've heard, like after the game or on Redskins Radio, but... Um, I guarantee you we're going to be seeing that pretty soon. Maybe not this weekend, but against Philly or Dallas, we're going to see the halfback pass pop out, I swear. Yeah. It's going to be looking for Randall L. Well, I think they should have Randall L start holding uh, holding the ball for field goals. Dude, yeah, no lie. Why don't we have a quarterback holding the ball for field goals? I don't understand. I don't either. It's stupid because it's like everybody's like, oh, you know, they're not going to fake it. It's like if you're they got Durant Brooks. Like Randall L., who was a quarterback in college. Yeah. Able to chuck the ball where it needs to go. I, I don't care if it's Colt Brennan. I don't care. Put Todd Collins on the field. He's probably bored. I mean, he, <laughs> he holds a clipboard. He can hold a football. What's the, what's the difference? He do not want to get his finger kicked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, um, Amy and I were talking about that this past week. We were like, why don't they get a quarterback to hold the ball? I don't understand. And it could be any one of those guys. I mean, it's not like we don't have the, the staff. Anywho, let's move on. Um, I think it's time for our kicks. It's time for the Kick in the Balls Award. <laughs> You guys got on the kicks. Um, hmm. I'll go ahead and give mine to Durant Brooks. Oh, dude, you stole mine. I don't know if we need to make that like a universal kick or what, but dude, seriously, welcome, welcome to the NFL. You know, I'm wondering if uh, Zorn was on the phone with Green Bay after that, trying to get Derek Frost back. Uh, he'll be fine next week. There's the home opener. 92,000 fans, or 88 because it wasn't a full house. Don't let them lie to you. <laughs> 200,000-person season ticket holder list my ass anyway. Um, Yeah, that might kick goes to him. He had a horrible game, but I think he's going to get better. It might have to be a universal kick on that. Um, I think my kick is going to go to Randall Hill, number 82, what? for fumbling, for fumbling in a key position in the game where we didn't need to be giving up that fumble. Especially after our, we couldn't get into the stupid end zone in the whole first and second quarter. That was really making me upset. Yeah, five field goal tries. Um, that that really um, reminded me of, of offense a la two years ago. Because we owned that game, dude. We owned the whole game and barely yeah. squeaked it out. Yeah, yeah that's fun. The other thing was too is that we seem like it seemed like the Redskins were um, penalty laden this game. I think we had quite a few penalties. Yeah, we got screwed on one of those. Who was that? Was it Carlos Rogers? That allegedly? Oh yeah, that late hit. <laughs> you talking about the late hit when he was like twirling him around? <laughs> yeah, that was weak. That was really weak. He let go of him at the goal line as soon as he started hitting the white. He let go of him and his arms went straight down to his side. And the guy just, I mean, they were spinning in circles like like, like damn ballerinas. And he let go of him. Of course he's going to keep flying out of bounds. That was a horrible call. 
Yeah, that was huge, too, because that would have ended their drive. Yeah, that was a third down. That was really weak. Did you guys hear that one call where they were like, there was no holding on the play because it was a run? Yeah, <laughs> and what I was, was like, that about? Yeah, what was that? Uh, you tell uh, me you can't hold on a run? Go, go ask Casey Raybach about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah, it was a wide receiver. That's I figured it out, but it's still, when they first called it, I was like, what are they talking about? Casey Raybach always holds on a run. He holds on a run all the time. What's the deal? <laughs> They were going to call the defensive back for holding, but then it was a run, so he didn't get called for whatever reason. I don't know. I guess because he was downfield. Anyway, um, you can't block. You can't block on a pass um, or on a run. And you can't block on a run right away. You have to, I think, wait for the ball to cross the line of scrimmage or something like that. I can't remember the exact rules, but you can't run out there and block immediately for some reason. I mean, but anyway, like who did a good job as a as the announcer who really tempered the uh, the Brian Baldinger um, announcing? Um, he explained it fully. So, Josh, actually, dude, actually Brian Baldinger had a good um, analogy yeah. on that one play when when uh, Clinton Portis was following um, Larry. So I mean Mike Sellers in <laughs> to the end zone. He was like. That was a convoy going into the end zone. Yeah, that. yeah, that was a good one. He, that made me laugh when he said that. I was like, that's the best thing you said all year. <laughs> Dude, seriously, though. <laughs> like, the, the rest of the time, though, we were sitting there going, Dude, that guy's so full of it, man. He doesn't even know what he's talking about, Brian Baldinger. <laughs> His he name was, cracks me up. He was just, like, making up stuff, you know? But, but, yeah, you're right, dude, because, like, the whole time, Amy was like, is his name really Baldinger? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, I thought you guys were making that up for the longest time. I'm like, no. <laughs> dude, and he, he kind of looks like he should have one of those, like, little hats with the propellers on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Like the Tweedledee and Tweedledum hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and the, but Tweedledum should be John Jansen. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so, so who's left on the kicks here? Well, I was going to give mine to Durant, Durant Brooks. So, uh, you know, oh, I stole yours this week. You, you know, I thought I thought the Redskins were much improved this week as far as it, um, from a kicks standpoint. I mean, they, they seem to be gelling a lot better. I mean, like last week, there were a whole slew of people we could have kicked. You know, it's pretty good when there's only a few, one or two standouts of people that you want to kick. And, uh, yeah. But so. with Durant Brooks and all the problems he had, I mean, he had two punts, and incidentally, we did not punt in the first half. Um, he had two punts. He averaged 33 yards. Dude, he sucked. Yeah, that was bad. I still gave my kick to Randall Hill. Although that 30-yard punt didn't help us very much. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so moving on, what we got? We got uh, the game coming up this week. Um, Wait, gosh, are you are you giving your kick to Durant Brooks then? Durant Brooks. I'll give my kick to Durant Brooks. You can't come up with anyone else. Um. Uh, Larry. Fred Smoot. <laughs> Dude, Fred Smoot tipped that uh, or, or stripped that first uh, 
Um, 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 he's part. He was part of that first turnover, if I'm not mistaken. All right. What about Carlos Rogers then? <laughs> um, dude, he had a penalty for a late. <laughs> yes. I mean, but still, you know, it's not like it's not like these people were so horrible. I wanted to kick them. I mean, Duran Brooks was like the only guy. So you just wanted to do. You just wanted to do one of those little walk by, like backhand little. Snaps that people do. <laughs> dude, like the middle school snap when you're walking by someone and you hit them with the back of your hand. Yeah. Dude, usually. dude, those are so horrible. That's so weak. You just want to do one of those. I, I mean, like, like Aaron Josh just wants to walk by and pop someone real quick. I guess I could kick, you know, like Randall L. I mean, he needed to protect that ball better on that fumble. I mean, he, he had it, like, flying out there in the wind like it was balancing on the end of his elbow. Yep, dude, dude already kicked him. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I don't have any other kicks. Let's move on. Um, no, you have to have a kick. <laughs> I told you, Durant Brooks and Randall L. There you go. There's Do you want us to wait while you all go watch the TV? No, dude. No. <laughs> I'll revisit it again, and if I have a kick from this game again, you know, next week, I'll let you know. Copy um, kick. Copy kick. So we got we got the Cardinals coming up in uh, at Washington this week. Um, hold on, hold on. We never talked about the fact that Pete Kendall got fined five thousand dollars for. Protecting himself against um, what's his Antonio Pierce, former Redskin, in that and game. Pierce got Pierce got fined the same amount. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Enough about that. Moving forward. Um. So we have the Cardinals coming up. We got Old Man Warner coming uh, coming out of Arizona. Robo Warner. High powered offense in the air. Our defense. We got to pressure the quarterback. Our defensive backs have got to show up. Springs has got to be healthy. If Springs isn't playing, then we lose. Like, like important. I, I think Springs was a key, you know, to to our winning this, you know, this past week. I agree. He, he was huge. Dude. He stuck someone really hard on on some uh, little swing out to the flat. I can't remember the play exactly, but he ran up. He came up and nailed somebody right right before the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, Jason Taylor was huge in that game too. He was, and thank goodness he was not hurt bad. When they, when they took him there, like, they've taken him to the locker room. and they took him, <laughs> I, would shed. I was like, that's some little shed. That's not there a locker room. People in there, though. It, like, it, looked like, it looked like the, uh, it's like the air conditioning room that they had, like, big screen TVs where they could go and take a break, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know it's it like a lean-to. Put on the side. You know, back in the day when they only had two or three cameras at the games, and the players, all they had to do was, like, surround someone getting a, a shot for pain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they can't do that now. There's cam- cameras everywhere, so I guarantee you that's what it was. They took him in that little teeny room, which when they put him in there, I was just like, there's no air conditioning in there. I know. Dude, I don't even think there wasn't even a light in there. What are you saying, John? Are you speculating that they gave him a shot of quarters in or something? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. I, I, Without a doubt, I'm sure that's what they did. Hmm. Well, I mean, whatever they did, because he came back in like six plays later. Dude, yeah, they weren't giving him I'm an MRI in there. I know that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe there was like a masseuse or something in there, and he got a rub down. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Dude, that was that was like a lean-to they had over there. Know, right? It was like three sheets of plywood that were painted burgundy. <laughs> I know. Dude, it looks like they threw like some sort of padded foam thing on top. No of it. windows, no air conditioning. <laughs> they spared no expense. Just, Actually, just, just they... table and and someone going. You want happy ending? 
<laughs> Dude, are you sure it's not? You, you don't think it was like the president's tunnel to FedEx Field? Like that's where it comes out. That was that was the secret Tom Cruise tunnel. Yeah. No, dude, that that tunnel is. All right. Anyway, um, back I can to the... barely hear John, man. You I know, dude. Break you know, it you're like, I don't know if it's like clipped to your beard and hanging and bouncing <laughs> around and flapping in the wind or what. Um... <laughs> Ew. 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 <laughs> okay. So anyway, Cardinals this week, we know, we know we got to watch the air attack, and we got to uh, we got to blitz a bunch. Um, do we really need to discuss anything else about these Arizona Cardinals? I yeah, think- dude, they got great receivers, and um, oh, we already talked about that. They have kind of a weak off, not a weak offensive line. It's decent. Um, the run game's not good. I have, I, I fully expect our defense to contain the run immediately. Um, and then Kurt Warner's going to throw it like 45 times. Wait, do they have any ex-Redskins on there like Stephen Davis? Because they could come out back to haunt us. No matter what player used to play for the Redskins, if they go to that team, they're not going to be in, in the crop of people that always come back to haunt us because so, it's there. Now, have you heard the rumors that before this game hits, before they show up at FedEx Field, the Redskins could possibly make a deal for Anquan Bolden? I have not heard that. I haven't had power. Is that true? Yeah, I've heard they've been talking about that for the last couple of weeks. I, I think it's all bogus. Why would we need him with Malcolm Kelly and Devin Thomas? We just Dude, those guys are awesome. They've done so much so far. Well, that's what, Dude, that's Malcolm Kelly had a kid. But, but that would be interesting, especially going into this week, if that were to happen. Didn't Malcolm Kelly have a first down on his one catch? Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, I don't think we're going to invest all that money on those receivers in our draft and then go out and get Angle and pull them. Do that. We I mean, shall see. We shall see what happens then. Um, what else were we going to talk about? Uh, well, we got that game coming up, the former NFC East lackeys. Um We'll see how they do. The last time we played the Cardinals, I think it was last year, we were lucky to win that game. So, might have been 2006. But either way, you know, it's not going to be a walk in the park like it always used to be with the Cardinals. The Arizona Cacti. And why the hell are they still called the Cardinals? I know. We say this every podcast when the Cardinals come up. Seriously. Anyway. um, Something else. No, we need to come up with a new name for the Cardinals. Yeah, you guys write it in, and we'll put it on the website. Yeah, yeah. If you guys have a good idea, you can go on there. You can throw it in the live chat box on the website, harryhogfootball.com. Like the armadillos or something. Uh, All right, moving forward, dudes. Uh, What is this about Cooley allegedly giving tight end quiz secrets and his junk a view on his blog? Apparently he accidentally um, took a picture of himself and showed his junk on his blog. Inadvertently. Now, seriously, do you really think you would take a picture and post it to your blog without realizing what you're showing? Well, the team doesn't care about his junk. The team cares that he actually talked about some plays in the uh, the tight end quiz that they made up for him, basically part of the playbook. Yeah, um, I know. So that's what they're concerned about. But allegedly, um, the first news stories about that uh, posting being removed were that he was uh, showing a little bit more than uh, – than he was when he was wearing those short shorts at practice. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that apparently his mom is the uh, editor for his blog. His mom? I thought his brother was. 
either way, that's still not that's still kind of a not so great thought. But um, anyway, moving forward, talking about another dude's junk is not really on my itinerary. <laughs> I just wonder, I wonder what Christy how she felt about that. And speaking of, we still have not received our thank you note for that wonderful wedding gift that Harry Hog Football sent to the uh, Coolies. So uh, I know. Chris Cooley needs to spend less time showing his junk online and more time writing us a thank you note. Yeah, <laughs> be on Harry on, on Redskin station. And, and that said, if you haven't checked out Chris Cooley's blog, it's uh, it's pretty sweet. Make sure you go and and check it out. So, have you guys seen that commercial where he like punches through the drywall and catches the football? I haven't seen that one. You were telling me about that one, dude. It's one of those fake commercials that they keep showing. You know. And uh, he's, he's, like, in this house that they're building, and he's, like, watch this. And he goes behind this wall that has, like, a piece of plywood on both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he tells the dude to throw it and shows him where to throw it. And then the guy throws the ball, and, like, Chris Cooley punches through the drywall with one hand and catches the ball without being able to see it. You've never seen it? Nope. I've seen, I've seen that one. I've seen it's it. probably on NFL Network. I'm too ghetto to have that. All right, dudes. Uh, all right, we're getting a little lengthy here, so let's move on uh, on that's from the coolie to. Um, that's what she said. Yeah, you're going to talk about injury report, John. Injury report. Okay. Well, I checked the uh, injury report today, Wednesday, September 17th, um, and on Redskins.com, and it says that Alex Busby and Philip Daniels are out. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Redskins.com. Those guys on there because yeah, they, I think they have to put it, the injury report out on Wednesday or Thursday. I thought it was Wednesday, which is today, but it's not there. It's just Busby and Daniels. So um, I do know that Thrash and Kelly both have uh, ankle issues. I believe ankle sprains. Um, neither one is thought to be serious. Boots, hips hurts. <laughs> Jason Taylor's knee hurts. Every linebacker is hurt apparently, but. Um, We'll see if Washington or Campbell can actually come back. Everyone else is just kind of hurt a little bit. Because H.B. Blades is hurt too, right? He was he was in for Washington last week. Yeah, a lot of players sat out practice today, including every single linebacker. And um, Jason Taylor, Fred Smoot, all those guys. London Fletcher? London Fletcher did. Uh, he has a rib injury, apparently. Right. Um, but he is expected fully to play. And, I, I, you know, I just got to say before we move on, London Fletcher is a beast. Mm-hmm. London Fletcher Baker. London Fletcher. Dude, dude, when I get a rib injury, I go to the chiropractor. They straighten it right out. I highly recommend it, London. <laughs> Fletcher Baker. Um, Fletcher the clincher. <laughs> dude, and what was Flinch? Oh, yeah, let's do the uh, the, the, the clincher report. <laughs> he wasn't active, was he? No, he, he was active for the game. Did he play? Um, he did play. He made it on the field. Um, he is credited with uh, <laughs> He made it on the field. So did that streaker. Or, or, <laughs> that that means he played. Warm-ups or something. <laughs> He's credited with one assist. <laughs> what is that? Is this basketball? What's an assist? <laughs> it was, oh, wait, let's clarify. Just to clarify, it was an assist. It was not, it was not a sackle. Dude, what is an assist in football? I don't know if I've ever heard that. Means you helped. You helped tackle somebody. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a helping tackling. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you come in after the fact and you pull the guy up to tackle him, and then you and then you pump your arm in the air, <laughs> and then you jump up in the air and do the chest bump. 
or the reverse butt bump. That may be that maybe how London Fletcher got his rib injury. <laughs> just, just bumping on the assist. With Fletcher the clincher. <laughs> you know, we need something new for the couch this week, so uh, uh Yeah, we we'll probably probably get that jock strap off of there. That's right. Um Tom's trivia this week, we have no real great way to play our uh, because of our limited technical abilities right now. Um, and you might have to put it off till next week unless you got the stuff handy. No, I don't. I don't. So uh, Tom's trivia this week, uh, maybe Tom, Tom put it up on the website. Um, I was surprised. I did not. We did not get a response from David in Michigan this past week. David. Yeah, we did get a response that said he didn't know the answer. Did we really? Yeah, he sent an email. Oh, excellent. Okay, I was like, I didn't get a recording. I was totally expecting that. He so, said he was looking forward to the answer on the next podcast, but uh, <laughs> we don't know the answer. So, so, so David, uh, you know, I had I had the thing in the in the box, and I was, and I started addressing your name on this thing because that's what you said to do. But um, I may have to go get a new label now and just wait. Um, not to mention, I don't know if the post office will just deliver it to David in Michigan. David in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Santa Claus North Pole. I mean, come on. Yeah, but they'll, they'll send it there. Speaking, anyway. um, speaking of other uh, other folks, that since, we're, since we don't have the Tom's Trivia to throw in here, um, we appreciate everybody writing in and, and uh, the phone calls and such, uh, unfortunately, that we're not able to play at this point. But uh, we did get. We want to give a shout out to uh, to Craig in uh, in Pittsburgh. In the pits. In Pittsburgh, in the land of the black and gold. Um, Craig wrote in and uh, basically said, "I think he moved. Did he move from Annapolis or something to Pittsburgh?" Yeah, he said yeah. Annapolis. Read his praise. <laughs> um, I don't have it in front of me here. Dude, read his praise. <laughs> Dude, read his praise. Aaron, do you have it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll talk amongst yourselves while I look for it. <laughs> On, since I don't even have my own computer, I'll look it up. <laughs> so anyway, we... Uh... Uh, let me see here. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, Craig. Craig. Right. Craig, like on Friday. All right. Craig. All right, this is what he says, all right? He says, Pittsburgh, PA, in the house. I found you guys, I guess by mistake, on iTunes. I was looking for Hail to the Redskins, and boom, I hear, This is Harry Hog Football! I'm like, what the heck is this? Then after the first 20 minutes, I got homesick. You guys sound just like me talking with my fellow Redskins fans back home. I'm originally from Annapolis. Yes, the only guy who has ever in the history of mankind moved from downtown Annapolis to freaking Pittsburgh. I'm the one. I used to go to Redskins.com for their misinformation, but you guys are way better. Keep up the good we're, work. We're, we're way better at misinformation. <laughs> yeah, we are. Our misinformation and, is so much better than their misinformation. And since Annapolis has like seven people there, you probably are the only person. Seven people? What are you talking I love, about? I love Annapolis, man. It's an awesome little town. Seven people other than the Academy. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. I love that little place. Anyway, thanks to Craig for uh, thanks for writing, dude. Writing. And, and here's a funny thing: Craig followed up with email. I, I sent him an email back. He said thanks, Craig, for writing in. And uh, he wrote in and said he read was reading about us on the site. And apparently, Craig worked at uh, the college where I went to school in Ohio, 
back in uh, like 1995. He worked there. <laughs> um, so. Uh, it's a small world, man. It's a small world. We could have hung out and, you know, watched Redskins games together. I am. With no TV Sunday ticket. Oh, guess what, dude? Uh, we lost Aaron again. He must have been reaching for that uh, Vienna sausage or something. Go <laughs> <laughs> wiggle the wire. Actually, wiggle the wire a little bit. Dude, what happened? I got lost again. It was the Vienna <laughs> sausage, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay, we're back. So, um, so thanks, thanks again for the shouts out. Also, we want to mention uh, on the website, um, we've got some uh, some changes and some upcoming things that are going to be happening. Uh, look for a um, what's that widget we were talking about, dudes? We're, we're partnering oh, yeah. up with it's somebody. Cool. We're partnering up with someone. I think they're called Cast TV or something. Yeah. Anyway, you'll be able to go directly to our website, and there will be a widget on there. And you just search for, like, any Redskins video, and you can look at it right on our page. For example, I looked, I just typed in Portis Hit, the one we were searching for where he totally nailed uh, what's-his-face from the Giants. What's his name? It doesn't matter. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I just typed in Portis Hit, and bam, it came up after we searched forever for it. So cast, and apparently it's, like, legal. Yeah, totally legal. It's cast, yeah. cast TV provides it, and uh, we're partnering with them on it. And so... Um, Look for that sometime in the coming week to uh, to hit the website at harryhogfootball.com. John, you haven't said it in a while, but in case you guys don't know how to spell it, that is... H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. That's right. Um, also, uh, another thing we're, we're doing, which is kind of funny, uh, we'll put a link on there under the shop area. Um, if anybody out there, we've talked about this in the past, is... Uh, we joked it. We did joke it. We did joke it. So here, here we go. Um, but we were approached yeah, we're by, what, what's the name of it? What's the name of the thing? FLO it's that or fast pass. It's that yeah. fast pass thing that gets you into the stadium where you pay like a hundred bucks or something like that. And we joked it. Well, yeah. What's the deal? What's the deal? You can get it cheaper through harryhogfootball.com because they they want to partner with us. Yeah. If you actually want the thing, they said that our listeners can get it for $85, which is $15 off, but then they'll give us $10 for everyone that signs up. So, so you guys will save fifteen bucks, and it will get Harry Hog ten dollars to help offset costs for all of our uh, bandwidth and such. So, um, if you're going to buy it, please buy it through Harry like Hog Football. If you really need it that badly, okay. Yeah, apparently it gets you to the front of the drink lines, and you get to bypass security. So, you know, you can sneak in. But when you get to the, flasks and guns and stuff, when you get to the front of the drink lines, though, I think you have to pay an extra two dollars for the drink. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So there, there's that. But uh, look for those things to hit the website probably sometime this coming week between now and the next podcast. Um, also, we uh, – well, I guess that's it, really. Um, we got uh, – we can end it with my, my normal weekly thing here. Unless you guys right. have something else to say. No, let's end it with that. You ready, John? Oh, yeah. Do-do-do. Where are you now? Is there someone there tonight? Holding what was mine. What was mine? Dude, we should do it like this every week. <laughs> this week's Where Are You Now um, goes to a Washington Redskin who um, played played for the Washington Redskins for a whopping 15 seasons from 1979 to 1994. Um, he was a lifer. 
Redskin. None other than the linebacker, Monty Coleman. Nice. Monty Coleman, one of the 70 greatest Redskins of all time. Um, I thought you were going to say Eddie Mason. (laughs) Uh, Where is Monty Coleman these days? Monty Coleman is living in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, with his wife, Yvette, and their three lovely children. Um, He actually works for the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff as the linebacker's coach and team chaplain. Sweet. Team chaplain. Yep. Way to go, Monty. Staying uh, in the business. Well, that's what he did. But actually, um, in 2007, last year, um, he then became the head coach at the university. And uh, apparently he's doing some motivational speaking. So if anybody needs a motivational speech by a, a great, one of the greatest Redskins of all time, linebackers, Monty Coleman is your man. Yo, Monty. You can contact him at Pine Bluff University of Arkansas. There you go. No, that would be the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Not edu. Okay. Anyway, there we go. Man, Monty Coleman, 43 and a half sacks, 17 interceptions. Three touchdowns. Dot edu. <laughs> okay. All right, dudes, that about wraps it up, doesn't it? That's it, thing- it does. I don't see the clock, but it seems like it's getting long. Dude, we're pushing 57 minutes here, so. Uh... All right, dudes, so if you guys have any emails you want to send us, send them to RedskinsFan at HarryHartFootball.com or call the line at, uh, what's that number? The number <laughs> is 202. Oh, 206. I'm sorry, 206. Let's not confuse matters here. 206-203-1 John. <laughs> that's, two, that's 206-203-1566. 206-203-1566. Um, give us a ring. If you know the answer to Tom's trivia, if he puts it on the website, you want to call it in, that's great. Um, otherwise, if you just want to call us up and say, hey, here's what should be on the couch this week, uh, if you have an idea for that, or anything else you want to talk about the Redskins, just give us a ring and let us know. And until then, dudes, hail to the Redskins, and as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker! Joker! Oh, Bye-bye. Peace, dudes. Peace. Where are you now?